Hello from my father's table, where we share everything about what's going on in the Word, in our lives. And he wants you to know he's here, and he wants you to be informed. And you can make the decisions that you want from the information that we get naturally from each other. The true things that we see on a daily basis. So last year when my brother had tested positive for COVID, he said it was like having a cold. And so his doctor said he should wait 60 days before getting the vaccine. I was like, all right, you know, after all these months go by, this year in July, uh, the hospitals were mandating vaccines, but the place that I work, which is affiliated with the hospital, was not mandating vaccines. And now, all of a sudden, they are. And here we are at the end of September. The news was you could wait 90 days after being tested for COVID as a positive test to get the vaccine. Now they're saying, now that they beefed up the mandating of getting the vaccine to work at certain places, now they're saying, no, you don't have to wait at all. Only two weeks after you get your positive test, you can get the vaccine. Well, isn't that interesting? So, you know, because I asked my brother and he said the doctor told him he should wait 60 days. I'm like, oh, wow. They're, they're, so they're always changing the rules. They're always changing. So if you work in healthcare and you don't want to be vaccinated because you don't think you need it, and there's people out there, they don't care. They just keep on going with the left. But the cue is saying, stand. Stand on the word of God. Stand and wait to see what the Lord is going to do. And it's, it's not something that should be required to work on the job. Because we all know that all the deaths were not real. They were not all a COVID-19. And it makes me sick to see Vax the fam outside of the drugstore that I used to go to and all those other signs and but when you're an American and you're just making money and you just want to be happy and you're just trying to live life without anxiety and you're not a real political person all you know is that you want to go where you want to go. And if you got to get a vaccine to do it, you're going to do it. 
And that's why when people vote, they don't. They don't vote because they don't want to be involved. And that's why we're in the position we are today. If you don't vote, this is what happens. And then you have an opinion about it after. There's a president in there you don't like. Then all the changes start to get made that nobody likes. But, you know, my real beef here is about all, all their changes that they keep making. Oh, well, you can't do this. But when you really need it, like when you really needed those 90 days to stay at a job, and they're like, oh, no, it's not necessary now. You know, um, guess what, Satan? You're not running the show here. We are blessed and highly favored of the Most High God. And all those Christian pastors out there helping people get vaccinated like that, should be ashamed of yourself. You know, you guys don't really understand what is going on here. I'm not the crazy one, and I am not the only one who doesn't need or want the vaccine. I'm not the only one who doesn't believe the news. They wanted to say my father died of COVID, and my son stood up and said, no, he did not. And I made sure I got all the records. He That they did not put that on my father's records. Also, I also spoke of my um, elderly friend, Gordon, that I have known for the last four years. And I kept in touch with him while he was in the nursing home. And I made sure I kept tabs on him. And his, his family knows that he didn't die of COVID. But his records state that COVID was a result of him passing away. And amongst all the other, you know, he, had, he was old. He was 94. You know, he was almost 94. And his body... You know, he didn't want to be here anymore. Once your mind decides that you don't want to be here anymore, your body will start to fail. You will have all kinds of problems. It'll be a struggle. The body will be like, no, I want to stay. Your mind's like, no, I want to get out of here. You know, so you'll have physical issues because of the conflict. He had no test he had no positive test on his records at all. And, you know, they did that with a lot of people. And they also didn't give antibiotics to people who really needed it. Because, like I said, in the test results, it says that you can be um, 
exposed to a virus and test positive, even though it's not related to the coronavirus 2 virus. You know how many people out there are like that? A lot. Now, they, they are trying to control everything. You must wake up. And if you don't think you have dry bones now, when you see what the Lord does next, you will feel like you have been in a desert this whole time because he's coming to wake you up with a well of living water and you will find out the truth and you will feel duped and then you'll start researching what vaccine you really did get into your body. All right, you can't even call it a vaccine. Okay, like polio vaccine, you needed once. You never got polio, right? I mean, only a small percentage of people who got the vaccine did get polio. Everybody's different. Why should I gamble what will happen to my body because you want me to get the vaccine? Don't you see how wrong that is? I had a friend on Facebook. She died three months after getting the vaccine. You know why? Because it woke up her multiple sclerosis that she had under control all these years. A girl with asthma gets the vaccine and dies because her body was exposed to mold. And so why not give it a little kick? get the vaccine, and she's gone. Caused heart failure. You know, it's not right for everyone. They can't make you get this vaccine because they want you to have it. Because if they were so concerned about people dying, then they would be giving people antibiotics when they needed it. You know, that's what I was saying earlier. The people who died from pneumonia because they didn't give them antibiotics because they were positive for COVID. Oh, you just got to wait it out. You can't tell anyone over 65 that they just got to wait it out. They left my aunt and uncle home to die. And they didn't know enough to defend themselves. Like, what the thing I had was horrible. You, you can't go on coughing like that. You know, I had a sinus thing, and it all collected in your throat, making you like a cold in your throat, an actual sinus infection in your head and an actual bacterial thing growing in your throat, and it causes the cough. It's not from the bronchioles, it's not from the lungs. You just, you know, you people develop worse than that. 
people do develop bronchitis and pneumonia if it's left untreated for that long. So they wouldn't give antibiotics. Now, I felt immediately well after one day of antibiotics. I was on my way to recovery. And it was just one of those things. So, what are you going to do? Not treat these people the right way? There's so many people that have been mistreated because of this COVID crap. The Lord is not going to forget your loved ones that were mistreated. My loved ones that were mistreated and died. The Lord is not going to forget this. He is keeping numbers. And it's up to us to stick together, to stand on his word. We are the soldiers of the Lord here. We are not to forget what the enemy has been doing, has done. And you must research and keep in touch with each other and, and listen to what the Lord is saying. We, we need to hear from each other. I need to hear from you. If you have something that the Lord is saying, we need to hear what he's saying through you. The Lord does amazing things when you least expect it. And uh, it's a path that you walk by faith. You don't see the future because he knows your human mind and he wants you to trust him with every step. It's an amazing journey and he always gets you through the valleys. You must always trust him and talk to him. You know, my father's table was designed by the Lord right before my father passed away. But he's here with me and all our loved ones. They might not be here for us to see with our physical eyes, but our faith knows that they're here. We are one in the spirit. We are one with the Lord. So in saying all that I said, because I want everyone to be aware of the truth, get into the word, meditate, listen to reason, reason with the Lord. All right.
and we all know Jeremiah 29 11, for I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord plans to prosper you and not to harm you plans to give you a hope and a future and we know this to be true my favorite one is Isaiah 1.18 Come now and let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they are like red crimson, red like crimson, they shall be as wool. Isn't it comforting to hear praise music and, and read the Bible and, and you can see how, how the Lord th is thinking of you, you know, he's thinking of you and he'll show you in his little ways, his subtle ways to be like, you know what, it's time. We're going to give Caroline that present she's been wanting. You know, it's such a blessing when he does that. When he remembers that you were looking at something. You know, that's like what you always wanted your husband or wife to do. Oh, to think of you and to remember those little things that you were looking at or say something you said. It's him. He's personal. He's powerful. And he'll never let you down. So, um, number 119 was my friend Gordon's room number. And how I remembered his room number was because, one, I would think of January. My sister's birthday was in January. So his... Uh, room number was 119. 19 is my birthday number in February. So I would remember that his room number was 119. So let's read what comes after Isaiah 118, which would be Isaiah 119. If you are willing and obedient, you will eat the good things of the land. But if you resist and rebel, you will be devoured by the sword. And then he goes on to say, You see how the faithful city has become a prostitute? She once was full of justice. Righteousness used to dwell in her. But now... Murderers, your silver has become dross. Your choice wine is diluted with water. Your rulers are rebels, partners with thieves. They all love bribes and chase after gifts. They do not defend the cause of the fatherless. The widow's case does not come before them. 
Therefore, the Lord, the Lord Almighty, the Mighty One of Israel declares, Ah, I will vent my wrath on my foes and avenge myself on my enemies. I will turn my hand against you. I will thoroughly purge away your dross and remove all your impurities. I will restore your leaders as in days of old, your rulers as at the beginning, and afterward you will be called the city of righteousness, the faithful city. See, we, we want to um, get to know, you know, what bothers the Lord? And, and what does dross mean? You know what it means? It means something regarded as worthless, as garbage, foreign matter, mineral waste. So, when we see that word in the Bible, we see where where did you go? Okay. So he says, your silver has become garbage. Your choice wine is diluted with water. Because... It said originally, your silver has become dross. So he's like, your silver has become garbage to me. You know, I will thoroughly purge away your garbage and remove all your impurities. Yes, the Lord is definitely going to do that. Let's see, look what's happening to our country. <laughs> They're still moving everything to China. Purge means to get rid of an unwanted quality or condition. Getting rid of it. Totally removing all of your garbage. You know, people don't realize you've got a lot of garbage in your life. The country has a lot of garbage going on. The Lord is going to remove it. And he's going to make life wonderful. I just like to bring to light all of the things that I learn through reading, listening, and paying attention to test results Paying attention to people's testimonies, the nurses that have been hospitals, they're all saying, no, this never happened. See, they kept you away from the hospital because they didn't want you to see the truth. And they made sure that everybody in authority did what they said. It's mandated by the government. It's mandated by your governor, you have to do this or else. You know, it's gotten out of hand. It really has. And then it, and it's a horrible thing. Say like 10 years ago, you wanted to move to, um, we'll just say Virginia. 
But then you find out Virginia's one of those states. They got a new rule. Well, you can't come to Virginia unless you have a certain shot. Or what if they change it to something different like, oh, well, you can't, you can't live in Virginia if you don't have an income over $100,000. You know, it's a society control that's going on. You've got to look carefully at things. The Lord is showing us. Of course, you know, that didn't happen, but you know what? Who's to say that it will never happen, right? Because now you've got people saying you need to get vaccinated if you want to work here in the health care industry. Wow. It's very interesting, isn't it? I mean, like, you can work driving a bus, you can work as a janitor, you can work at a hotel, you could work at a restaurant, but I don't see those places mandating vaccines. It's very interesting. We got hospitals, labs, you don't see um, all production People in production, they're just like, hey, if you're not going to get vaccinated, continue to wear your mask. You know, because they don't have investments in pharmaceuticals, so they don't care. They need workers to prosper. And we use all the products. Hey, if you're going to order something online and all the drivers don't want to be vaccinated? And what if the company made just like the hospitals and everything? What if they said, yes, um, we want everyone who works for us to be vaccinated? Oh, you know, that sounds very unreasonable. You've, you've, you've got to see why it's unreasonable. And wouldn't it burn you to know that your pastor who had you lining up in the parking lot to get vaccinated, wouldn't it burn you to know that they didn't get the vaccine? How would you like, how does that make you feel? You know? Is the president vaccinated? Nobody knows for sure. Are the people who designed these lies vaccinated? Well, probably not. They don't want to die from the, the crap that they told the people who make these vaccines to put all the baby parts in there and all that other good stuff. The Lord wants you to use the wisdom he's given you. He wants you to stop pouting. He wants you to stop doubting him. The eagle has got to stop picking at itself, stand up, and 
fly and survey the land. You know, you're living here to proclaim that Jesus is Lord. And he tells you what kind of king he is. He tells you in his word what kind of king he is, how he seeks justice. He says, take your evil deeds out of my sight. Stop doing wrong. Learn to do right. Seek justice. Defend the oppressed. Take up the cause of the fatherless. Plead the case of the widow. Come now, let us settle the matter, says the Lord. You know, this is the Lord talking. He, he wants you to get off of the wagon. Did you know there are people out there with young teenage kids who are having sex? Do these people know that their kids are out there sexually active at nine years old, being abused by family members at five years old, having to get tested for chlamydia at five years old? Come on, wake up America. You've got problems the Lord wants to solve. It's so sad. All these young teens getting tested for all these diseases. Syphilis. Are you kidding me? If I was 14 and I had to go through that, um, no, I think I would have been scarred for life. No, we have to keep an eye on our kids, boys and girls. We have to show them. You don't even know what your neighbors are doing. You've got to show them the love of God. These, these people need to learn to do what's right and why. And Satan doesn't want them to know. He just loves everyone being hurt by one another. Women, moms, dads, stand up for your kids. What? Why do you got to sit on the couch and drink beer all night? What? What is that solving? That's not making you any better. And your health is failing because of it? America is coming up. The Lord is raising America up. And you, all you companies, you can go to China all you want. But when I buy something, I'm making sure it's made in America. Because if it's not, then I don't need it. I mean, you know, it's up to you and the Lord, depending on the item, 
if he if he wants you to buy it, you go ahead and buy it. If it's made in China, just you know, no one's gonna judge us each other for purchasing something made in China. You know, there's just people trying to survive as well. But when you don't put the Lord first, better beware of the consequences. The murderers, people still feeling like they hate kids and they never want them. But when you're having sex, you're not trying to prevent it. That's a being a murderer. You're that you're premeditating a murder you, because you know if you have sex you could get pregnant but you don't want that baby you already know ahead in your mind and your heart that if you get pregnant you don't want that baby because as soon as that baby connects as soon as those Eggs and sperm connect to each other. It's a human life. 18 days you have a heartbeat. America needs to wake up. And I encourage you to read Isaiah chapter 1 all the way and see what the Lord shows you through this because he's, he's amazing when we start to read his word. I could go on talking about this forever, you know, and how much more are our loved ones who are in the kingdom talking forever on how wonderful the Lord is. This is nothing compared to what's what's coming ahead. You know, and we are just blessed to be here together to learn the truth, to think about the facts we've heard and not judge one another. When someone says, "Hey, I thought this was the truth." You know, because um, there are people out there who think they know the truth about something. All right, so you're playing a game. You play, we'll say bowling. I'm going to end with a story. So this person is like, I don't understand why everyone just doesn't get the shot. I'm an elderly person, and I think that you got to just take care of yourself. They're not out there to help the elderly anyway, and I don't care if someone doesn't want to keep their baby. And then we play a sport called bowling. Well, the rules in bowling are you're not supposed to have an extra hole in your ball because with that hole it makes you bowl better 
So when the league starts, you're not supposed to have that hole and it's supposed to be plugged right when you start. But the people in charge of your bowling team say, we'll give you five weeks to get it plugged up. Ah, now this person is like, no, that's wrong because that's like cheating. They want to get their best games in in the first five weeks. I don't think that's right. That's wrong. I don't think that's right at all. That's not what the rules say. You see how Americans think? It all depends on what you think matters. Well, guess what? God's word matters more. What he thinks matters more. What he says in his word matters more than what you think. And it's, it's all in there on a daily basis. You can read exactly what the Lord detests. We, we, we can't pick and choose what's right and wrong. When the Lord says something's wrong, then it's wrong. And you shouldn't condone it in any way, shape, or form. So, um, he brought to my mind Psalm 51. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your unfailing love, according to your great compassion. Blot out my transgressions, wash away all my iniquity, and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my transgressions, and my sin is always before me. Against you, you only, have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight. So you are right in your verdict and justified when you judge. Surely I was sinful at birth, sinful from the time my mother conceived me. Yet you desired faithfulness even in the womb. You taught me wisdom in that secret place. Hallelujah. Cleanse me with hyssop and I will be clean. Wash me, and I will be whiter than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness. Let the bones you have crushed rejoice. Hide your face from my sins and blot out all my iniquity. Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation, and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. Then I will teach your transgressors your ways, so that sinners will turn back to you. Deliver me from the guilt of bloodshed, O God, you who are God, my Savior. And my tongue will sing of your righteousness. Open my lips, Lord and my mouth will declare your praise. You do not delight in sacrifice, or I would bring it. 
you do not take pleasure in burnt offerings. My sacrifice, O God, is a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart. You, God, will not despise. May it please you to prosper Zion, to build up the walls of Jerusalem. Then you will delight in the sacrifices of the righteous, in burnt offerings offered whole. Then bulls will be offered on your altar. Isn't that amazing how that Psalm 51 coincided with Isaiah 1 talking about our sins they both do amazing well I have to sign off right now may the Lord bless you and keep you may he make his face to shine upon you may he comfort you guide you and be gracious to you and bring you peace in Jesus' name, stay blessed, everyone. Hello from Rock Cut Channel, pouring a steady stream of the Word of God to fill our cities. So I hope everyone's been well, uh, focusing on the Word of God, I hope, um, because the pressure is on. The evil forces have definitely try to step up their game but I'm telling you he will not win stand firm on the word of the living God so I want to tell you um, a little bit about myself because I you could say that I'm kind of a whistleblower I have worked in pharmacy since 2013 and I used to save all the magazines because the pharmacists did not read the magazines that came in, okay? And I was intrigued. I was always studying on how people could uh, remedy their situation better without medications. I was really disappointed to find out that pharmacy was all about lowering blood pressure and cholesterol and um, high blood pressure did I already say that one blood pressure and psychomeds and yeah it was just mostly on those three things they focused on you would have a whole wall just for one um disease or whatever you want to call it like just for lowering blood pressure you would have this huge section and cholesterol and you know it was very disappointed in pharmacy I thought it was more than that and of course you got all your antibiotics all right so I'm the one who used to read and save the magazines and then when corporate started to change things, I saw two years ahead that the pharmacy I was working at was going to close and be taken over by Walgreens. All right. 
So uh, Walgreens isn't trying to give you a position in any of their stores. They're waiting for you to quit. So I indeed did quit in 2018 and went to work at a home infusion pharmacy because I was in the drugstore pharmacy from 2013 to 2018. And even though I did quit that store, I was still working at a different uh, location after the home infusion pharmacy. Um, so I spent a year there. And then in 2019... I was working two jobs. I was working evenings at the pharmacy again, and then I was working in an office during the day. So I did save a lot of the magazines because that's what I do. And the Lord had placed me, you know, in pharmacy because I was always trying to find a good job here in New York after moving back from Virginia and of course one of my son's friends moms um, I was talking to her when we went to the most and she was saying how she wished she could be in pharmacy you know so she could spend more time with her son um so I was, thought that was interesting. That's how I got into pharmacy. So I, when I saved the magazines, um, last year I had found the magazine towards, let's see, and it was dated November 2017. It was the Pharmacy Times Immunization Guide for Pharmacists. And of course, I just told you that the pharmacists don't read the magazines. And so they should have been aware of the topics on this magazine, Pandemic Vaccine Planning, in November of 2017. Now, that, that should raise a flag, don't you think? I mean, like, aren't you supposed to have inside people um, paying attention, you know, to what's going on in the world? I mean, like, if you know someone who is a pharmacist, they should have been on the lookout for this. Never mind getting a paycheck and doling out the drugs. So, um, I also noticed... A magazine and I wanted to see what the date was on this one because it has a specific drawing on it and it might not look like anything but you know how you take a pencil and you make a and you go back and forth and you're you make it like a, a square. 
So you, you take your pencil, put it on a piece of paper, and just move it left to right all the way down till you make a square. Well, that square that's on the Pharmacy Times magazine looks just like one of the metallic specs that they found in the Moderna and Johnson & Johnson vaccines. Very interesting. And I want, I forgot which year that, I think that was the recent one. I'm gonna look it up right now while I'm talking uh, because a friend had sent me a video of one of the, a lab technician and someone in pharmacy wanted her to look at the leftover vaccines because they have to discard them if they have any leftover, which is true. I've worked in pharmacy and they do have to discard them in a special way. And uh, so they wanted her to take a look it's under a microscope because of all the talk, of course, that there's something in the vaccine. So, I wanted to see what issue that was in. I had, I had just um, saved it, but I couldn't tell what issue it was because it was so small. Oh, I see. So it's at the very bottom. All right, here we go. It's August of 2019 of the Pharmacy Times for Pharmacists. And it's called Back to School, What to Know? Vaccines for Children. But the thing was, I know they always do that. They drew with the pencil back and forth on and then in the middle of the pencil drawing is a picture of a needle, a vaccine needle. So that was in 2019. And then, and then the Lord, you know, Give me a break. He he always gives me a few months of no work before I switch to another job. Now this is the Lord's leading me into this path so that I can be aware of what's going on. He has me save things from jobs so you will be aware of what is going on. And to pray for your loved ones who did get a vaccine because not all of them could be tainted with some kind of agent. So when this woman was looking at the vaccine under the microscope, she noticed this, um, she noticed things were growing. After a couple hours, um, it's, things started to form and take color and be noticeable. And this one almost 
looked like it had legs. And she said that it almost was a, it seemed like it was aware that it was being watched. And it was moving. So she said it was very um, unsettling and disturbing. Which I don't blame her. In the video, they have pictures, you know. It's like, you know, we can hear about this stuff all day long. The thing is, the warning signs were there and nobody noticed them. So, we have to read the Word of God, stay in the Word, and... And we, and we have to make sure that our loved ones are covered by the blood. That's what um, our lives are all about. Defeating the darkness and believing that God is real and he is doing everything on our behalf. He has never left us, ever. So when I start to do work for the lab, I have said in my podcast and posted on Facebook the copy of lab test results. Um, they're testing people all the time. They want, they want everyone to think that it's on the rise because they've done it with pertussis pertussis back in 2017 you know pertussis is on the rise then back then in 2019 pertussis is back again you know it's just like no all right they they want to put fear out there in people they've been doing it for years they want the money to keep rolling in and so um it says right there in the test results, because I have my own copy from when I was tested, and it says non-SARS-2 and coronavirus. If you came in contact with a non-SARS coronavirus, and they even list the viruses and their little codes. So if you look the code up, You'll know what they're talking about. In the past or present, if you came in contact with a virus that was non-SARS and non-corona, you will test positive. See how they are trying so hard to get those positive tests. Um, I am glad to say that for weeks and weeks and weeks, I have seen hundreds of tests come through and they were like 99% negative. And I was glad. I'm like, look at this. You know, now it's coming to the time when all the viruses are coming around the bend. You know, we got the flu. And the funny thing is, this one woman went to the doctors, right? And it was the same office I go to. So I'm sick. 
and I call my office and they don't want me to come in. We, I have to do an over the phone, phone um, call. So I'm thinking my appointment is gonna be over the phone because I didn't get vaccinated, right? So this woman who actually went into the office because she must have been vaccinated, right, with the coronavirus, you know, the COVID vaccine, because the test wasn't for the coronavirus, her test was for the flu. Oh, that's very interesting. So you can go into the office if you have the flu. Interesting. Well, she was positive for the flu. She had symptoms, and just because she was vaccinated, she was allowed to go into the doctor's office. So I was treated for a sinus infection, and my test came up positive for the coronavirus, but I my symptoms were going away with antibiotics. I had a severe sinus infection and I had all of the symptoms of a severe sinus infection and so when we look up severe sinus infection symptoms we get uh, let's see here I am mixing this current events with the Word of God today. I don't mean to bore anyone with all of this. Uh, Let's see. Any other day when you're not looking for something, you can find it, right? (laughs) Bad sinus symptoms. Hmm, find sinus problem symptoms. That would be nice, because any other day, I mean, if it was COVID, it would pop right up, right? (sighs) Let's see. Severe sinus infection symptoms. That's what I typed in there. Sinus congestion symptoms. Oh, here we go. I might might have found it. Ten symptoms. All right, this is part two of the truth before your eyes. So I was reading right along and it stopped recording. So, in a nutshell, um, all of the symptoms of a severe sinus infection that I had experienced was the same um, symptoms as the coronavirus, except I didn't experience fatigue, but fatigue is one of them. Um, So, it's a copycat of 
a severe sinus infection and the flu combined. Because if you are testing positive for the coronavirus, you have all those symptoms. Well, those are flu symptoms. And as we said before, if you come in contact with a non-SARS, non-coronavirus, you will test positive. And so you will have to stay home for 10 days. Well, no kidding. Who wouldn't stay home if they were tested positive for the flu? You know? Um, So... I lost taste and smell because that's one of those are symptoms of a severe sinus infection. So um, we were reading Matthew 520 when I discovered I wasn't recording anymore. And it says, but I warn you. Unless your righteousness is better than the righteousness of the teachers of religious law and the Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. So we're going to look at this Matthew 5 chapter and see who Jesus was talking to. So... It's all in red, and he's talking about the fulfillment of the law. So we're going to read Matthew 5 and starting with 17. Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. For truly, I tell you, until heaven and earth disappear... Not the smallest letter, not the least stroke of a pen will by any means disappear from the law until everything is accomplished. Therefore, anyone who sets aside one of the least of these commands and teaches others accordingly will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever practices and teaches these commands will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. Now, did you get what we just read? Anyone who sets aside one of the least of these commands and teaches others accordingly, that means if you teach anything else but the word of God, which people are doing right now, They have set aside the word of God and teaching their own commands and people are listening. So we have to pray for each other not to get caught up in the lies the lies that come from the pulpit and um, the lies that are on the news I I was um, discussing the lab 
assistant and people are out there trying to get the truth out there but it's not going to be on your regular stations you have to research rumble and Elijah streaming these are just a couple of people who have the ability to get interviews with a lot of people who know the truth and with um, my experience with the pharmacy and the lab that was no coincidence and then my own experience of um, being sick I found out the truth I'm like I I know I didn't have it and so when the nurse from the health office told me that I was positive I was puzzled and it was in my voice and she was like oh was the other test from Walgreens negative I said no they were just taking too long for their results that's why my boss had me call the health office and I was just like no it doesn't set with my spirit that I have the actual thing that they're talking about I would never inject myself with anything that didn't set right with my spirit because of the because of the everything was just coming to light and if you abide in the word of God you would know what I'm talking about And now, dear children, continue in him so that when he appears, we may be confident and unashamed before him at his coming. And that's 1 John 2.28 at 1.28 a.m. today. And um, I pray that Everyone will continue in the word and cross-reference. Don't be hasty. Research your heart that you're not in fear when you do this. People are still saying, I wish everyone would get vaccinated so we wouldn't have to wear masks anymore. And it came from my own mother's mouth. You know, it's just so unsettling that people are not trusting in the Lord God. He is real. He is one with us. We must abide in him to know the truth. And I... 
am looking forward. I will read, um, let's see, I'll read the New Living Translation. And now, dear children, remain in fellowship with Christ so that when he returns, you will be full of courage and not shrink back from him in shame. Stand confident in the Lord. Don't shrink back. Those dry bones will come to life. And we must pray continually. And believe the word. Pray protection over our friends and family. And all of the Israel's people. Because they're the ones that are going to be hit hard in the end. We thank you, Father, for this day. We thank you for your word. We thank you for the stream that you have pouring into our cities. Your word will not go back to you void. For everything you have spoken will happen just as you said it would. We are blessed and highly favored. And I thank you and praise you that when we pray, things happen. When we speak your word, things happen. And when we ask you to love us, you happen. You you still want us to be blessed and to be happy, joyful children in all circumstances. And we thank you for that joy that you have given us. Thank you, thank you, Jesus, for healing hearts and wounded souls. We thank you, Lord, for your presence. Your presence is so powerful and mighty that you heal long distance. There is no distance in the Holy Spirit. He's here. He's healing you now. He's waking you up to a new revelation. He's calming your spirit into your soul. He wants you to communicate with him. Your spirit leads and brings peace to your mind. Peace. Peace to your mind. Always be mindful of the Lord. There's peace in the presence of the Lord. Peace be to your mind. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord.
for that peaceful moment you have given us. I pray for all my family and friends everywhere that the peace of God will rule in their hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you. May he comfort you, guide you, and be gracious to you and bring you peace. In Jesus' name, amen. Stay blessed, everyone.